Well, we continue on the Tuesday edition of Bickley and Murata Mornings, live from the Oxygen Community Studio. Talking some NFL. Always a pleasure to welcome our next guest in, CBS NFL analyst. Jay Feely joins us here on the 72 Sold Sports Line. Jay, good morning. How you been? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys? Doing well. We're still, uh, you know, we're among the group, Jay, that is waiting for some movement on free agency from the from the Arizona Cardinals. I, I've i said I don't think this is um, what you normally see from a team that at least verbally felt like they were really close. Uh, 11 wins, made it to the playoffs. They were 10-2 and two at one point. I expected a little bit more aggression in free agency. What are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, I think my thoughts are, are all over the place, kind of like you guys. I mean, I think it's surprising <laughs> that the Cardinals haven't done anything besides sign their own free agents, and I don't discount that because I think – they did a very good job of, of looking at guys like Ertz and, and Williams and their tight ends and saying, hey, we want to bring them back. I like bringing back Connor and, and what he provides for this offense, the physicality that he provides, the ability to, to uh, close out drives in the red zone, which is something you go back two years ago, they struggled with mightily. Uh, you know, and he did an excellent job with that. I, I like, you know, at $7 million a year, I, I think that's a, that's a fine contract to sign him back to and, I think you want guys who want to play for the Cardinals. The guys they sign back are guys that want to be here and that are team-first guys. I think that Steve Keim and Michael Bidwell have said, hey, these are the kind of guys that we want and, and made it a priority to go sign those guys. So I don't discount that. But, but going out and saying, okay, we lost to Chandler Jones, we have to get another pass rusher, or going and getting a starting cornerback. I don't think Gladney's a starting cornerback. Uh, you know, so there are, and, and another receiver, when you lose, lose a guy like Christian Kirk and you haven't signed A.J. Green, you need another receiver or two in that receiving core. You know, and they haven't gone and done that. And, and, and I will say this, though, guys, when you look at the history of free agents that, have, that, that sign in the first few days, the big money free agents, very few of them pan out. Yeah. Very few of them work and, and, and are worth the contract that they sign. It's this second tier, the second week, you know, that's where you find value. And I think Steve Kime, if he's shown anything, that's what he really desires in free agency is value. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all seen, you know, the late signings that he's done in the summer prior to training camp and how well he's done with those. And so, you know, I do think I would encourage patience for Cardinals fans. I know they're frustrated right now, but I would encourage patience. All right. Um, I, I also know that in the meantime, Kyler Murray's agent, without mentioning the Cardinals or Kyler Murray by name, pretty clearly pointed out that other teams that want to rearrange uh, the salary cap furniture to create space to spend money can do so. That the salary cap really is is a, is a, is a suggestion more than a hard, fast rule. And then by doing so, he questioned the Cardinals' commitment to winning in the eyes of many. How do you think that's going to play? Where do you think the Kyler Murray story is going from here? Well, let's be honest. What Kyler Murray and his agent have done this offseason has not helped the Cardinals at all in regard to free agency. No. You know, when you look at this organization and you look at a guy who has an opportunity to go wherever he wants as a free agent, and he looks at what's going on with their quarterback and what's going on with this franchise, and do I want to be a part of that? Is that the organization that I want to go be a part of? If you're a wide receiver and you have the opportunity, you know, to go sign somewhere, you know, you look at, Christian Kirk leaving, you know, you look at Juju Smith and okay, where, where was he going to be? Where was he going to go? He ends up in Kansas city, but 
I don't think that what they've done has in any way helped them become a better team. And you go back to the middle of last year and how well they're playing and how everybody was so excited, you know, and, and then obviously the, the end of the season and then what's happened in the offseason, you know, I think they've done a disservice to this team. Jay Feely, CBS uh, Sports NFL analyst, our guest here on the 72 Sold Sports line. Specifically on that front, um, we've talked about it a lot since the the statement from Eric Burkhart came out, Jay, about uh, the desire for a new contract that seems a little premature in a lot of people's eyes. But when you look at the organizational side of things, how do you think um, the discussions are, are going on in you know in uh, within the walls of the Cardinals facility right now? D- do they strike you as a front office that will be strong armed into giving this contract before the season starts? No, I, I don't. I don't believe so. And, and but if I'm Kyler Murray and, and his agent, I'm kind of glad we didn't sign a contract. I look at Deshaun Watson's right. contract and what he just signed. And I'm like, actually, they may have done us a favor, you know, in not going and signing a deal, you know, before this contract comes out. Because I really believe that this contract is going to reset the quarterback market, you know, going forward. When you look at it, because you're always using those contracts. You're looking at comparables. You're looking at players that have accomplished similar things to you, and you're looking at those contracts. And when you look at a fully guaranteed contract, that's what every guy in the NFL wants. Nobody's really been able to get that. Deshaun Watson did. I'll be really curious to see what kind of impact that has on the rest of the quarterback contract going forward. I think that's a great point, but specifically to Kyler's situation, do you think his camp can be as outspoken and uh, ahead of the curve as they were, and then now take a look at it and and, and kind of ease back on on those demands? Uh, That doesn't seem like it would be a very uh, poignant strategy. Well, to me, for for both Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, I think it's best for both to to go forward and and to play under the existing contract. You know, because I I know he doesn't want to play under a $5 million contract. He wants to get a new contract, and you want to – Every player does. Every player wants to get a new contract and have security and not have to think about what's going on in, with your contract going into the future. You know, but sometimes that's the reality. And if I'm a team, you know, that's, I've said that very often about running backs. You know, why sign a running back to a second contract necessarily, even though, even though I like re-signing James Conner? But you know, if, he, if you're going to have to pay market value, top value for a running back, you don't have to. You can franchise them twice and then let them go, you know, and, and that's the leverage that the franchise tag gives you as a team. You know, it's part of the CBA. It's been a part of the CBA. Players haven't stood firm to get rid of it because it only impacts a few guys and the top high end, highest end paid guys. So it, it, it's, a, it's something that a team can use and utilize, and I think they will. I think you brought up a great point, and that is for all the inactivity we've seen from the Cardinals, we don't know that they haven't tried to be in on guys, and we don't know that, that the drama and everything swirling around Kyler Murray isn't a deterrent, and I think you're right on the money that that the the desire to win a Super Bowl in Arizona it's sort of, of a contradiction in terms when you are effectively maybe serving as a roadblock for guys to come here. As a player, how do players perceive this situation, and how does it keep them from maybe coming to a place like Arizona with all this drama going on? Well, I, I truly believe the Cardinals are a different organization than they were even when I signed here. You know, I think what Michael Bidwell has done with his organization has brought them to be competitive in the NFL, and they're not the same Cardinals organization that people viewed as being cheap and that wouldn't spend money and that would, you know, lock up the cereal boxes on on our days off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and and I and I and I, 
I'm a big fan of Michael Bidwell and what he's done with this organization since you know he's really been in charge. And you know, I think that you have to win games and you have to win playoff games. Obviously, Carson Palmer did that when he was here with Bruce Arians, and you know they're waiting for this partnership between Cliff and Kyler to, to win games in the playoffs. And that's really what brings you to the forefront, you know, and you, you go back and you think about the Rams, you know, and prior to, prior to McVay getting there, you know, nobody wanted to go play for the Rams then, you know, with Jeff Fisher and, and what they were doing and, and not, you know, finding a way to utilize their talent. I, I will say a guy like Chandler Jones leaving and saying, I want to go somewhere where they're going to utilize my talent better. That doesn't speak well about your about your team and your defensive staff, you know. And 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 I'm a fan of them. I think they've done a good job, um, you know. But when when players when your when your key marquee free agent says something like that, yep. I think players take note of that. I think yeah. you're right, Jay Feely, our guest. Jay, before we let you go, a non-Cardinals uh, question for you. Uh, a lot of the quarterback jobs uh, and, and slots have been filled. That's leaving Baker Mayfield on the outside looking in. It does, does any destination right now, do you make sense for Baker Mayfield for, or for the team? Well, I'll just say this, and I, and I tweeted this the other day. I, I think this is the best thing that could happen to Baker Mayfield. I really do. Because I think um, there, there's a lot of similarities between him and Kyler Murray. You know, and I think he needed to, Baker needed to be humbled. And this certainly is going to humble him when his team decides you're not our guy. We're going to go trade for a guy and a guy that's got has a bunch of off season issues. We'd rather have him than you. And a lot of teams aren't clamoring for you. I think, you know, as a man, I think it either makes makes or breaks Baker Mayfield. You know, I think he either takes it and he internalizes it and he looks at himself and he figures out how to be better as mm-hmm. a as a quarterback, as a leader. You know, all those things that are out there. Um, you know, or you know, it, it destroys his career, destroys his confidence, and he's never the same, and, and he can't go forward. You know, it'd be really interesting. But, you know, yeah, a, a, a place like, you know, Seattle, I could see him going up there um, where it's a run-first offense and, and using play action and very similar to what they did in Cleveland, you know, trying to uh, take advantage of his strengths and not ask him to do things that he can't do. Who knows where he ends up? But I do believe, I really believe that this could be the best thing for his career. Jay, great stuff as always, man. Thanks. We appreciate the time and the insight. Good to talk to you guys. See you, Jay.